morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. <laughs> you said last time you were going to say, hi, Dad, and I was going to say, hi, Sis. No. You did. If you listened to the shows, you would actually know that. Whatever. <laughs> I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. A.k.a. Tony. Good morning. Good morning. Are you cold? For you a were reason. sitting in your, like, like polar coat. It's not that bad out. Uh, the air conditioning is blowing right on me. Oh. Do we need to talk to Jeff about turning the heater on? Get John to turn the heater on? Trying to catch him. Oh, you were? We have a really cool special guest with us this morning. We do. I am super duper excited. You make that sound like I I don't have any (laughs) friends. It's one of my friends. She will be your friend before this is over. Miss Amy Ross is in the house. Say hi. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having breakfast with us. Thank you for inviting me. You showed up early. I know. I know. All Which of our guests show up most, early. Most guests, although there are a few that we get here, we walk in pretty early. We've actually had one or two finishing up breakfast. I know. <laughs> we we're like, we what walk, the heck? What the heck? We're supposed <laughs> we're to supposed buy, yeah. buy your breakfast and you just kind of show up. So now if you're ever a guest on our show, don't eat beforehand. I know. We want to buy you breakfast. We do. We want to buy you breakfast. The and chicken you, minis were awesome. You're yeah. a chicken mini girl. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah, but you, I, I take it you probably don't frequent Chick-fil-A very much for breakfast. I haven't been here a ton. It's not on your. It's At not on your rotation. She's had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it. We've had multiple people come on have the show. Have you for the first time? First time. Really? It's like I've just. This is my first time ever to have Chick Fil A. Of course, we're sitting there going, "Wow, that's mm. cool." That's like somebody walking in saying, "I've never been to McDonald's." Yeah. Could you imagine somebody saying, "I've never been to McDonald's"? That's crazy. No. Mm-mm. I think that's like the first meal any mom takes their mm. toddler to to get energy out is yep. the McDonald's playground. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> happy the Happy meal. meal. It is. It's 100%. I grew up on Happy Meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Chick-fil-A's coming. Thank you so much for coming out on what is now turning out to be a, a cold Dallas day, which we have to we have to verify that because there are some people. I was on the phone yesterday with a executive coach in Chicago and apparently blizzard conditions. Mm. They're closing airports. Mm. And I said, I am so sorry it, it touched 72 degrees here yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I almost felt guilty because I went to lunch. Does I went it to, really get to 72? It, it got all the way to 70 at the end of the afternoon. But at lunchtime, it was a little breezy. It was like 60. Mm-hmm. And I felt guilty because I started the conversation. I she said, how was your day? On. And I said, well, I went to lunch, and I just couldn't get this chill out of my... I mm. mean, it was I just shivered. We went to Taverna downtown, mm. and, and we're sitting out on the porch, and I was like, ooh, it's kind of chilly down here. And she says, oh, my gosh, how cold is it? I said, yeah, I think it's like in the 60s. <laughs> and she, she did not... She, she was like... She was so professional. It's like... I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> it was like, I don't know, minus 10 or something like that in Chicago. I was like, I'm such a Y baby. I can't believe I said that. So yeah. thank you for being here. Thank you for You have me. an amazing story. You and I have known each other for, I don't know, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Got to know you at Dallas HR. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Amy. You cannot walk in the room and not know that she is there because she lights up the whole room. Aww, Everywhere sure. she I goes, she lights up the whole room. And you and I had coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I guess it's 2013, 2014. We're sitting at a Starbucks, and we're just talking about HR life, mm-hmm. right? Because I was doing the CPO role at Brinker. You were head of HR at, was it Borden? Borden Dairy Company. Borden Dairy Company, yeah. Well, I ran all of talent management, talent acquisition, tra- training and development there. Which is like 90% of HR, right? <laughs> What's your favorite kind of milk? Oh, she throws out the mass questions early. I still love Borden. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, chocolate, strawberry, Straight oh, chocolate. Up. Are chocolate. you? You're oh, a chocolate definitely. milk girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the best chocolate milk mm-hmm. out of any brand. Completely agree. One, you'll, like, get, Yahoo. you'll get mom to throw down on that. She's a fair life girl. Oh. Uh. Ugh. But that's all. She, she drinks it by. But she, before she discovered fair life, she was all bored. 100%. Our family never knew anything but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then. Was it Elsa the cow or something? Elsa like the cow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were having coffee that day, and you—it was either that one or the next time we were having coffee, you sprung it on me, Sam. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna start my own deal. I'm Do like, they going, still make strawberry milk? <laughs> See, this is how this happens in the mornings. We just have moments. We call them squir- squirrel moments, like right in the middle of this real, really that. important I conversation. I haven't even like, seen strawberry hey, milk in a they, long time. Do they still make strawberry milk? So it kind of shows you the pace of our morning brain. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is the total pace of our morning brain. It's usually two o'clock before we clock in. <laughs> do, do they still make? Do they still make? A, I yes, don't even sis. Know. I think they do make chocolate. I think they do too. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Anything else in there? No. <laughs> Keep going. Have it's you ever a good put question. strawberry Amy milk Ross in your cereal? Is a rock star. Have you ever put strawberry milk no, in your cereal? No. Have you ever put chocolate milk in your cereal? No. Okay, so there's some people that do, and they're like. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think would it's you okay. put Would you put chocolate it's milk? Like Absolutely. Cocoa, like cocoa puffs I'll make your milk. I know it does. Why not just go there chocolate. straight ahead? No, that's extra. That's too chocolate. <laughs> too chocolate. Is there such thing? There's no such thing. Yes. It's too chocolatey. said no one ever. <laughs> that's like I wonder if you put cocoa milk and strawberry milk, it would taste like you're eating a chocolate-covered strawberry. Oh, possibly. possibly. I doubt it. Somebody right now is doing that. <laughs> They're listening to this podcast, going it. to the refrigerator, going, oh, I'm putting those two things together. <laughs> I'd be shocked if someone has strawberry milk in their refrigerator. You'd be so shocked? good you drink it right away. You drink it, you drink it in the car on the way home from the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it. See, this is how breakfast has been for 14 years. <laughs> All right, we're back just to talking. Amy Ross we're just talking. No, we're just talking about you know <laughs> business plans and life and you know all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I wonder if they still make strawberry milk. <laughs> welcome to our welcome to our morning brain. Oh my gosh, we are so weird. What gave you the idea to start your own thing? Leaving well, corporate world. Yeah. A lot of people a really that high listen. position in corporate world. Mm-hmm. She was big time. Yeah. Huge. Um, I always knew I would start my own company. From the very get-go, like right yeah. out of college? Yeah. I mean, I just, it was always a dream of mine. So did you try? So um, I did have another business before the one that I have mm-hmm. now. And it was way, way back early 2000. Um and it was when I was still in New York. So I'm originally from New York. Did you say early 2000? Mm-hmm. Were you like 12? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you being serious? <laughs> early 2000. It's like your your <laughs> mowing the lawn <laughs> business. That is so cool. Early on, you mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. What part of New York? Um, so I grew up in upstate. So I grew up upstate. in Rochester. Rochester. Mm-hmm. I just had some. I just had some people in my office from Rochester. I love that Kodak country. Oh, yeah. I worked for Kodak for... Everybody worked for Kodak. Small period of time. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other podcast. It is. Um, But so, graduated from college Mm -hmm. and uh, originally thought that I would want to be an attorney. Mm. Um, So... You would be an awesome attorney. Majored in... Thank you. You Majored in political science, minored in communications. Oh, dang. And um, 
but thought before I head off to law school, maybe I should make sure I really, really like it. Yeah. Um, big investment. I paid yeah. my way through college and was going to be paying my way through law school if I went. That's so huge. Yeah. I decided I'd do the paralegal route. Less, oh less yeah. amount of mm-hmm. time to go yeah. through school. So I went to paralegal school. Did that, graduated, became a paralegal. Dang. And I liked You're like almost being a, a lawyer. Almost a lawyer. Not quite. Um, you know they do all the work. <laughs> they I mean, do. Paralegals do a lot of work. A lot of work. <laughs> they do do a lot of work. Um, and I really, really liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I knew I couldn't, I couldn't do it for the rest of my career. But it, again, Identify that, though. Unpack that, because there's a lot of people, Amy, there. Mm-hmm. They really, really like it, but they didn't love it. What's 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 because the tipping point? I think point? she wanted to start her own business. I know, but what's she could have been her own lawyer, right? Yeah. What's, what was the tipping point for like and love for you? Oh, that's what was such missing? a good question. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the day-to-day work. I loved working with clients. Yep. Um, and I was really fortunate in that the partner that I worked with, he let me do a lot of client interaction. I went to a yeah. lot of client meetings, and that's kind of unusual for paralegals. Yeah. They're usually kind of back room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I loved the client piece. But I didn't love um, everything that I was doing. And I knew that I wanted to do something that was more mm. client interacting, people. People, yeah. There was totally. something missing. Mm-hmm. And you could just feel it. I knew it. See, there's a lot of people, I think, that listen to the show. They like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're just not in love with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that wasn't it. And that then wasn't you changed, it. you changed gears. So I ended up getting hired by, at the time, it was one of our biggest clients. And it was the Eastman Kodak Company. And they were a client of ours. So... They ended up recruiting me. I went over there for a short period of time. Um, but same thing. It was really kind of the same job, but just a little different scenery, which was mm-hmm. fun yeah. for a little while. And Kodak was a fun company. Um, right until the iPhone came out. Oh, my goodness. Talking about, oh, what a case study. And somebody's wrote yeah. this. I mean, somebody's done this case study. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The technology that killed the giant. Mm-hmm. Kodak was it. Kodak was such a big company. Kodak is still pretty big. Oh, really? When was the last time you bought any Kodak? film yeah but they have other things oh uh, finally mm-hmm. oh the iphone almost killed them mm-hmm. oh yeah this phone technology nobody's gonna be taking pictures on their phone mm-hmm. camera that's where it all is mm-hmm. and so well but and even they, before they that moving to digital that was huge right. for kodak right because their whole business was film yeah, yeah. and that's and where they made their money and right yeah 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 and so they were they didn't they didn't want digital to happen because right. digital mm-hmm. was no film Mm. Or because uh, they had chemical business. They had a mm-hmm. huge chemical plant out here in East Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, digital, like, snuck up on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but so I still, you know, I still knew yeah. that that wasn't my passion. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to start my own business someday, but I had no idea what. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was the kid in summer, like, during summer vacation when we were on break at school. Mm-hmm. Growing up, even in you know elementary school, I was the kid that got so excited for the summers because I would plan my own little business for the summer. Oh my gosh! What? I would do, mm-hmm, I would do little stand on steroids. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I do you know selling T-shirts, selling pizza. I mean, I oh had all gosh. these little businesses that I did during the summer. Entrepreneurial life is running through your. Your blood. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> but so then when I left, I was still in Rochester, New York. I left e- the Eastman Kodak Company, and I took the jump, and I started a, um, a company that was called Paralegal Solutions. And it was oh. basically a paralegal staffing company. Get mm. out. Mm-hmm. And so we provided contract paralegals to big law firms that needed help just for big cases. 
and they still were still a need today, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time when I was there in Rochester, there was one o- only one other company in town that was mm-hmm. really doing anything remotely like that. Right. And so I definitely saw that there was a need. Um, so I kind of took the jump and did that, and that was actually my first real, real. So business. how did you? Because I tell people all the time, I was like, there's no way I would ever go to corporate life. I mean, granted, I never was in it because this is what I've done right out of college. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, corporate life would kill me. I don't I don't even know what it's like, but I just know that I would hate it. So like, <laughs> she how interviewed at like a hundred companies <laughs> trying did. to get into corporate life. <laughs> I and know. And she was always cry. number two. She would come home and I'd say, how'd it go? I'm number two. They said I, I was really it. good, but yeah. I was like the second choice. But it's I'm number two. I'm but I'm a firm <laughs> believer in that everything happens for a reason. Yes, thank you. Yes. Everything happens for a and reason. And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't. But. Absolutely. Granted, if something did happen and I had to go back to it or go into it, it would be it, it would be hard. Like You'd like it but not love it. I don't think I would like it at all. Yeah. You had that independent spirit running through your blood Yeah, so how did, how, why did you go back into corporate life? So, um, so I did that business for a little over a year. I did it for about a year and a half. And I had grown up in New York. Mm-hmm. I worked in New York. I went to school, college in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got married in my 20s. I was divorced by 30. A little secret. Um, and so I was re- really ready for a change. Yeah. Change mm-hmm. of scenery, change of doing something different. Um, I had one cousin that was living in Dallas at the time, and I had one college friend that was living in Dallas. Seriously, two people that you knew. Two people that I knew. I looked at the map, and I was like, where do I know people? And I was like, <gasps> I got two people in Dallas. You did. Dallas wow. is the wow. city. Wow. So I just two. packed up everything and moved here. No Do you job. still know them? Um, well, they still like here? One's no, a no. cousin. No, the cousin no, no, moved. No, 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 no. I'm still here. That's what I meant. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm you still pretty sure she cousin? still knows her cousin. Yeah, no, the cousin moved <laughs> two years after I got here. Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, it's two years. And then the friend from college moved s- around the same time, about two years after I got here. Oh, my gosh. So, But, but I you thought, had two years. But the thought was, well, I'll just pick up my company, and I'll just move it to Dallas. Yeah. Like, I will do the business in Dallas. Yes. And the biggest learning from that was that your network is everything. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. That was the biggest learning. We because about I tell Eileen yeah. and I was like, I can never move out of Dallas. Because I, I tried to so duplicate much. it. Well, wait a minute. Your it's network hard. was local though. You have a you have a much bigger network. But you do have a lot of people in Dallas. I that do. You know. Yeah. Network I mean, is everything. Network is, is everything. It is smart to network outside of your Dallas. home your yeah, home spot. Because of that mm-hmm. that reason. So I realized very, very quickly that I had two options. It was probably going to really take me, realistically, five years to build it back up to what it was. Five, mm. wow. At least. Or um, or I do something different. Yeah. So those were the options. and That's hard. Mm-hmm. So I shut it down and um, looked for a job. And there was a company that was hiring, and they were actually hiring. They wanted to hire paralegals <laughs> and teach them how to recruit. <gasps> and I thought, what? that's me. They that's wanted to hire Did paralegals. Did you tell them that you had a business? Isn't that crazy? That's mm-hmm. so crazy. Yeah, like, I told them that I had a business. When I can told you them. start today? Yeah, so I got hired by Robert Half. So Robert Half hired me. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know who that is. It's, it's a big recruiting company. And I worked in their legal division. Get mm-hmm. out. And you were perfect for, for that. Attorneys and paralegals. But and does it make you sad that you're like, oh, I could be doing this by myself? Yes and no. Um, 
I mean, I felt like yeah. there was maybe I needed to learn some more. Yep. Maybe there were things that I didn't know that I needed to. Yeah. And if it was meant to work, it would have worked. Yeah. And so I just kind of went with the flow of what I needed to do next. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to look at that as just continuing education class. I guess it's also networking class. too. It mm-hmm. is. It's networking. It's continuing education. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, look, I, this, I, I like this. I don't love this. But what are the two or three things that I need to learn from this? Mm-hmm. So that when I go to the next step. Totally. I'll, I'll learn that. And with the paralegal business, even though I didn't even though I didn't see myself being a paralegal for the next thirty years, what I loved was when I was able to own my own company yeah. doing a paralegal business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So that was the part that I loved. Mm-hmm. And that's where the passion came in. Um, and yeah, and so then when I went to Robert Half I figured so we're just we're gonna learn some more and see what awesome. happens. That's so How cool. long did you do that? Hmm? How long did you do that here in Dallas? I was over at Robert Half for three years. Yeah. And then I had a friend that was working at one of the executive search firms mm-hmm. at Russell Reynolds. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. And so she, you know, we were at a happy hour. And You're being distracting. <laughs> I'm very, very distracted yeah, because to Tony knows story. everybody. I know it. You're no. It's, <laughs> it's her brother just walked in. I know, oh, but yes. we have a guest. I know. <laughs> um, but so I had a friend that was working at Russell Reynolds and... Um, and we were at a happy hour one day, and she was like, how do you like the yeah. contingency search firm gig? Right, right. And I said, oh, I love it. You know, I mean, I did. I, yeah. lo- I mean, I was having fun. I was learning, meeting a lot of new people. We had some big clients. Um, she said, I really think you'd like executive recruiting. It's a lot. You know, you'll be working with C-level. You can still do the legal searches, but instead you'll be doing general counsel searches. She was totally recruiting you. Mm-hmm. And so it worked. It so worked. I went over. <laughs> it totally worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over to Russell Reynolds and still kind of stayed in that legal track. They're mm-hmm. big time. But yeah. then also picked up um, consumer financial services. So worked for two partners, one in the legal industry or field, and then one in consumer financial services. So broadened my search and network a wow. little bit more. Yeah. And um, two great guys and stay in t- still t- stay in touch with them today. One of them now is at Spencer and the other one is now um, the head. He runs the office at Hydric. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Competing against each other. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. That's crazy. You know, at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, it's a really small world. It's such a small world. It's such a So then, but ultimately, after I stayed at Russell for a few years, and then I ended up going over to Spencer Stewart, um, and and then from Spencer, one of the candidates that I had placed, actually, to your point, being a small world, one of the candidates that I had placed when I was at Russell, he ended up becoming a vice president at the Dean Foods Company. Oh. I see the dots starting to yep, connect and now. And he was building his team yeah. and hiring a bunch of people, and they were doing a bunch of fun stuff. They were restructuring the HR organization. They were doing the company was growing at the time. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going over there to, to the Dean, Dean Foods. Foods. Oh and yeah. That's how I got over to Dean. Um, and that was fun. I mean, at yeah. the time they were thirty thousand plus employees. Mm. They had three business units. Dang. Um, yes. Wow. It was super cool. And so still did a lot of recruiting, but then that's when I started picking up more talent management work. So exactly. Yeah. How to build out the talent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this um, whole time you're still thinking in the back of your head, one day I'm gonna do my own thing. One definitely. day. Definitely. Yeah. Had no idea what what that was gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was having fun. You knew though inside your bones that there was something else coming. Definitely. So. Definitely. Do you think that people are like born to be entrepreneurs, or is it something that they can learn? I think you can learn to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I think there's definitely a group of people that are born to do it, 
and it's yeah. in their blood and they do it right like from the from the very start that's yeah. all they do but i think that you can develop that passion to become an entrepreneur and you can do it later in life For i mean sure. look at you know Mary Kay started the Mary Kay company. She was 45 yeah. years old when she started the Mary Kay company. Wow. Founder of Chick-fil-A was in his 40s. Right? Yeah, he was in his 40s when he started it. That's crazy. And Lived so I think things 90s. I think things can happen in your life that just lead you down that path. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you necessarily have to be born an entrepreneur. I think you can be developed to become an entrepreneur or just decide later in life that that's what you want to do. Definitely. This is the thing I really love about Amy's story. And again, you can't be in the room with her and not feel good. But every time you've done something, it would be really easy to become the victim of a circumstance. Like, oh, I can't believe I'm stuck here. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe that happened. Versus you lean into it and go, okay, what can I learn to take me to the next thing? Totally. What can I, what can I take out of this to get me to the next thing? And sometimes that's the difference of, you know, being a victim and, and really being the change and, and, and being in control of your own life. Absolutely. Are you still learning? Absolutely. Good. Every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Every well, day. That was a throwout question for the 20, soon, soon to be 27 year old. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a birthday coming up. I know. <gasps> you do? When's your birthday? March 20th. Wow. Spring baby. Yep. Aww. First day of spring, actually. First day of spring. I'm on the cusp of Pisces and Aries. She, nice. Yes. So, what do you identify with, Pisces or Aries? Um, I think more so Pisces. Yeah than Aries but I went to a baby shower this past weekend and instead of doing like baby games she yeah. had someone print out our star charts and read them <gasps> and it was fascinating. I love that. It was cr- kind of cool. So, so Tell them what no. they did. They, you give them their, your birthday and yeah, what birthday, did she do? The, the day and the time which I don't think the time really matters. It does. Tremendously but it just really like shows exactly what the stars were like so she has the software and she printed out what the night sky looked like at the exact moment you were born oh it my was goodness crazy. that's so isn't that cool, cool. isn't that cool I yeah so that. my son descendant is pisces but also aries and then my moon is what's the t one um tarsus no no tango tony oh my <laughs> tyler <laughs> No, T A R Taurus. 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 Thank you, yes. the car. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want to say the A as an A, but it's an or Tor or like the A is silent almost. Taurus. Taurus. But I somebody's going to correct us. We'll get an email on that one. Yeah, Sorry. We're from, not from that. I'm from Oklahoma, so I have a <laughs> limited education. But there's like fire, air, earth, fire, air, earth, water. water. Yeah. And I'm mainly earth, so like when I figure on something, I'm like set in my ways. But I also have a lot of air (laughs) to where like (laughs) your airbag. Personally, I like go through like all these thoughts of like oh over here and over here and over here. But then when my brain is set on it, I'm determined. Earthy. That's awesome. Earthy. I love that. I I gotta tell you how impressed I am. She's really pulling out all stops for you. She put makeup on this morning. I did. We had a whole, I don't know if you listen to this show, but Maybe we had a whole I show. I have a pimple on my chin. We had a whole <laughs> show on makeup and why. Uh, I don't the, have much on. The pressures that girls have to wear makeup. Yeah. It stinks. <laughs> Normally, it's all, it's Freckle City in here. You look fantastic. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Stop looking at me. She did her hair this morning. She, she nodded her hair at the top. Aww. And she put on a little makeup. Yeah. 
I think you look good. Without you look it. fantastic. Thanks. I, so she bought her birthday present yesterday. <gasps> What'd you get? No, it was two days ago. Oh Would my gosh, it was two days ago. Thursday. I can't believe it was two days ago. This is literally. Are you doing it, high it, low already? It feels like, no, 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 no. I'm just. Wait, what'd teasing. you buy? No, it's high low. It's she'll have to tell. She'll have it's to tell you in just oh, a second. Okay. Okay. She'll have to tell you in a second. So you started the new thing. Tell everybody the name of the new place. So the company is Humankind HR, which I love. Humankind. I know. Mm-hmm. Humankind. That just kind of came I'm to me. Shocked that it wasn't already taken. Right. I know. Well, Humankind is taken, but the Humankind HR. Yeah. Is what I was able to get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it fits our company perfectly because um, so we provide. HR recruiting services, but then we do HR consulting, and basically our consulting is all in the talent management space. So See, that's what sets you apart. Mm-hmm. It really sets you apart mm-hmm. is those consulting services. Yep. And so we basically do anything people development, culture, you know, training, devel- leadership development. You're a people person. People person. Mm-hmm. It's all about people. Mm-hmm. Last it is time all I about checked, people. AI has not taken over, and so we still need people. Well, and it's, about, people. and it's about looking, you know, for organizations, it's about looking at your employees as people first. Thank mm. you. Right? Oh and gosh. I think that makes all the difference. And so all of our programs are really focused on that. That's why I like Giving Amy. Giving people the benefit of the doubt. We oh talk about gosh. that all the time. What? So. Squirrel moment coming right now. I so just get ready for it. <laughs> no, it goes with oh, going it's, back it's to people. It. And <laughs> yeah. People are involved in this story. So I. Last weekend, I went to Colorado at a book tour, baby shower, all this stuff. But I have, we have board members in like life. Does dad talk to you about it? Maybe? No. Personal board. Personal board oh, members. Yeah. Didn't I talk yeah. about this at yes. the CPA event? Yeah. Yes. You yeah, need yeah. A personal board. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. ahead of you, with you, blah, yeah, yeah. So blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Thanks for My narrowing that down to blah, blah, blah. We talk about it like every week. So our listeners are like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I First get time it. listener, I though. I right. need to know. I know. So my with me person, Amanda, I went, I stay with her and we're like big trouble when we get together. It's like all the ideas come together. Amanda's pregnant too. Going to have a baby any second. Oh, no, March. March 20th, maybe. I'm hoping. That's exciting. That's like 29th is my due date. Yeah. Anyways, I forgot what I was talking about. Okay. So they have these affirmation cards in their living room and it's like a deck of cards and they're like affirmations. And I got to pick them every day, which I was really excited about. But one of the days was about giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And it was so funny, though. It's like you never know what that person's going through. That person could have crapped their pants that day <laughs> and just having a really bad day. It was just so funny. So now every time I think of giving people the benefit of the doubt, I was like, yep, they, they crapped their, their pants. They pooped their pants. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if that's genius or if I should be sad about uh, that. But now you're going to look at everybody. It's like, you're number two. You're number two. <laughs> Sis, that's so cool. See, it's if if someone else has the idea, then it must be a good idea, right? It was. It's cool. Good. What were we talking about before that? People person. Oh, my gosh. Getting it's all <laughs> about the people. It's all about people. Okay, so mm-hmm. somebody listening young entrepreneur wants to be an entrepreneur they like what they're doing they don't love what they're doing what's the one thing you tell them to do or two things yeah so i think for everyone you know it is it is a challenge right to leave something that's comfortable and do something that's uncomfortable insurance 401k right absolutely are you single doing all this yes yep Mm mm-hmm um 
I saw a quote once and I totally believe this is true. Um, the quote is everything you want is on the other side of fear. <gasps> and it's so true. That's got social media written all over it. Right? Yes. But here's the thing too. You can't, you can't focus on, at least for me, when I made the jump, I made a pact with myself that I was going to focus on all the things that were within my control and all the things that I could do and not spend any time thinking about what was out of my control or what could happen. Sounds like something you and I've talked about before. Focus right? on what you yeah. can't control. I love that. I mean, so that's an example of something that like you couldn't control. I couldn't control if clients were going to come in the door, but I could control how many people I call trying to make mm-hmm. clients come, come in the that's door. That's a good way to See? think about it. Right? Right. So it's all about what are the actions that you can be taking mm-hmm. and what can you proactively be doing. And you have to think about that all the time. You always have to be thinking positively. You always have to be thinking forward. And you always have to be thinking of the things that you can do. Mm-hmm. And I think with a lot of things, you know, you have to put in the effort. You have to put in the time. But I think where people get bogged down is they spend a lot of time thinking about all the things that could go wrong and they spend a lot of time thinking about you know the fear of what could happen yeah and if you are busy focusing on doing um, usually that equates to things coming together that's been my experience whiz dumb fear gets in the way a lot fear gets in the way what fear paralyzes yes can fear, fear help? paralyzes can fear help um no is there a healthy fear no. that's a good we're talking that's that's a good question. That's stress. That's a good question. I think there is a healthy fear because I think you want an awareness. Yep. Um, and the fear is the part of your brain that's designed to protect you. Right. Right? That's why you have fear. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a protection mechanism. So we talk about stress all the time, that there is a healthy stress that is the right amount of tension that keeps you moving. Yep. A life full of zero stress has you on the couch watching, you know, Soap Netflix. operas and Netflix and right. and, and eating chips. Too much soap. stress. I know. Well, I'm an old soap <laughs> opera. Now the new thing is <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. My generation, it was soap operas, right? But now it's Netflix. But too much stress has you wound up and is unhealthy. Totally. Right? So the right amount of fear keeps you out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. Too much fear paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. Not enough fear has you walking in front of cars. Right. Right. So Definitely. It's, it's a balance. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the single piece of advice that you would give somebody who likes what they're doing, but doesn't love what they're doing, but thinks that they might want to do something else. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, to keep just being inquisitive and talking to people and reading and learning as much as you learning can. as much yeah. as you can. Um, because you figure it out as you go, at least for me, I figured Mm -hmm. it out as I went. Like I didn't wake up one day and just have everything figured out. But the more I talk to people and the more I talk to other entrepreneurs and the more I talk to people that have been successful and that are happy, I mean, you start to put the pieces together for yourself because everyone has a different journey and everyone has to do what's right for them at the right time. Right. Because that's another big thing. The other thing is about timing. Timing is huge. You know, we talked about this a couple shows ago. Some people get never do what is really they're passionate about because one they have the fear that they that they can't because they can't afford it or whatever the case may be because the timing always gets in yep gets in the way absolutely right? yeah i can't leave this because i got bills to pay mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago rocky talked about well you need to have a budget yeah right and if you want to take that step then what's the budget that you need in what 
you have to have what have to have versus what you like to have yeah et cetera, et cetera. well the other thing too is i think sometimes people don't want to make the sacrifices right i mean uh, as, that's true right because right. as you get as you get older right ideally you make more money you get bigger jobs but then you also take on bigger financial commitments yep. all of a sudden you own cars you own houses you own whatever right yep. and and it just comes down to you know what what is my you know what what's the biggest priority for me and and it's hard because sometimes you have to make big sacrifices and take a step back to take a step forward yeah. mm-hmm. um, you just jumped right out there girl I mean, it was one day it was here, the next day you had a business card, a, a suite, and you were going after it. But I mean, you also had a network. You also well, had things I was just gonna in say, place. I, I really, I am so fortunate that there have been people around me that have helped me emotionally and from a, um, you know, advice perspective and mentorship perspective. I mean, I've board. had great, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been truly blessed. I, have had a lot of people really, really help me. And actually, Lynn Stewart was on your show a couple yep. weeks ago. Lynn Stewart is one of my one of my peeps. I mean, yep. yeah. she was instrumental in helping me get started. When she became president of Dallas HR, she pulled me onto one of her boards. You know, she opened a lot of doors for me. She's been a mentor to me. She's been an inspiration to me. And just always, you know, surrounding yourself by those people that... This is how huge this is. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, they compete against each other. But realistically, they don't because yeah. both of them realize that when we both raise our game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Or help each other out. Yeah. Some people would say, I can't really help you because you're going to compete against me. Mm-hmm. Or some people say, hey, let me help you because it's going to make me better. It's going to make you better. And we're all going to be better mm-hmm. in, the, in the long run. That is so huge. And I firmly believe, I mean, there's enough business out there for everybody. Oh, there my is. goodness. There's enough yes. business out there for yourself. everybody. No, you can't do it it's all by yourself. It's an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's plenty for everybody. So here's a softball question, but we and we talk about it all the time, but we just need to talk about it. The importance of network. Mm. How important? It's everything. Yep. It, it is everything. It's seriously, it's everything. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I agree. what makes, um, because Sis and I have had this conversation like repeatedly on the pros and cons of networking, who does it right, what's the right way to network, you know, what's, talk talk to us about what makes effective networking. It's all about what you can do for someone else. Uh, Nailed it. See, that's why she's on this show. Always about what you can do for someone else. I'm telling you though, how how often have you come in contact with somebody and immediately, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name names, but I I was at a, our, one of our last luncheons, Mm -hmm. our HR luncheons, and you always see people, it's a great opportunity network. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody come up, introduce himself, and within 24 hours, they were trying to sell me something. Yeah. And a you lot know, of people do that. <coughs> yeah. When networking is all about what I can get out of it versus what I can give into it, there's a huge difference. Mm hmm. And I think some people just miss it. Mm, I agree completely. I think some people just miss it. And I also feel like networking is about building partnerships. Yeah. Right? It's about, you know, how can I help you? And then maybe that comes back, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe it comes back from somebody else who just, you know, happens to help you at one point. It's, I mean, I feel like, you know, when you give, you eventually get back and it might not necessarily be from that person or someone within your network, but maybe it's someone outside your network. But I just feel like it's, 
I feel good when I give. I mean, yeah. I get satisfaction from giving. Yes. I want to give. But I just feel like when you give, you you get back to. 100%. Mm-hmm. We're going to run out of time. I want to do high-low because I want I want to hear her high-low as she talks about her story. But we're going to start with you. Sis, what's your high for the <laughs> oh, week? Yeah. Sis, 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 what's your high? I got a new car. She got not just a Congratulations. car is underselling it. It's a Jeep. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's a big boy. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know, I I picked her up this morning, like I always do, and I'm thinking, oh, she's going to want to drive the new street. And she said, no, Dad, it's going to rain. It would get wet. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's it's new. That's so funny. What color is it? It's black. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Black on black on black. Yep. I love it. Big four-door Jeep. Right. All by myself. All the cars that I've had, either dad has bought it or dad has gone on the loan with me. That's huge. Congratulations. This is my first That's big That's ginormous was, accomplishment. This was yeah. adulting at its finest. Yeah. Absolutely. I, know. I didn't That's even huge. know she was going until I got a picture and it said adulting. Uh-huh. I'm like, dying. <laughs> she, you did really, even really it was well. All it, it wasn't even some of Landon's income. It was all allocate income. So that was even That's cooler. fantastic. Were you scared? No. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. What was it. your low? Low. Did you say goodbye to your Jeep, your old Jeep? She had a no. little Jeep, her starter Jeep, her little starter kit Jeep. No. You didn't sit in it and go, you've been a good Jeep to me. <laughs> no. Some people I'm get emotional. I'm like just praying that they don't see the paint in the back of the car. <laughs> it was a work Ooh. truck, so it's got had a couple of paint spills in yeah. it. Mom did a good job yeah. cleaning it up. Yeah, it did. What was low part? Um, low was, I almost fainted yesterday. What? Oh. Literally or figuratively? Literally. What? What's going on? Well, I'm trying to work out and I'm not very good at it. And you have to kind of eat before you work out. And I Sis. didn't. My blood sugar was way too low. I had to leave early, class early. Sis. I know. Yeah. What, and you learned? That I have to eat before. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, my gosh. This is one of those dad moments, Amy, where you just <laughs> sit here and Fortunately, it's a podcast. You can't see the eye roll right now because I'm like going, oh, sis. I know. I'm glad you're okay. I'm okay. Luckily, it was just like Were you working out with John and the team? No. No, where were you? I signed up for title boxing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She buys a Jeep. Now she's signing up for boxing, Amy. She's going to be a mixed martial artist before you know it. Silver hair. I love it. Hey, just be careful. Your hands are your income. So Yeah. I'm strengthening them. Box. Yeah. Breaking knuckles. I have pads on. Okay. Or whatever, boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to eat. I know. I was dumb with me. Okay, so that at least it was a learning moment that came out yeah. of that. Yeah. Okay. So this is how this works. Hi, low. You get to talk about the high part of your week, the low part of your week, and what you learn. We've been doing this since they were, and I say they because her brother is actually in Chick-fil-A uh, with us today. He's sitting right behind you, so you'll get a chance to meet him Oh. Um, here in a second. But ever since they were big enough to set up right at the table we would say how was your day and the answer was fine (laughs) you know how was school fine and then finally we just had to say no that doesn't work and so we made it a little more deliberate what was the high part of your day what was the low part of your day what'd you learn yep and it just started conversation that's it and now you use it when you have game night with your friends or when you're hanging out with your friends it's a good idea it is is. it's just Mm -hmm. awesome so you get to pick which one you want to go with high or low high part of the week low part of the week Hi, Father Week is definitely this podcast. Oh, you're so fun. You're so sweet. Absolutely. You're so sweet. <laughs> well, it's definitely one Super of ours. Fun. That's yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I don't, 
I don't view anything as a low. I just view it as a learning. That's yeah. so well, that, and that's why we say, say what do you learn? What do you learn? Yep. What do you learn? So my biggest learning for this week was to um, when you're communicating with someone about something important, business, mm-hmm. um, always have to make sure that you confirm understanding. Ah, uh, mm. huge. Right? Because you don't always, you think you know that your yeah. message got across. Yeah. So confirm right? not just hearing, mm-hmm. but understanding. Mm-hmm. There's really a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Taking the time to confirm understanding. My big learning for the week. That's a big one. That is a big one. You made <laughs> on it all this like way. <laughs> yeah, I know. On, was it on you didn't confirm or that they you didn't. didn't understand? They didn't understand. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the that is the genesis of the blame game. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what you meant. That's where it all starts. Yeah. Is when and it was on me. I mean, I should have confirmed that my message was, was being clear. was clear. It was being received the way I thought it was being presented. Right. So to always confirm that what you're what you're communicating or trying to communicate that the other person picked it up. Do you just say like, do you understand, or do you like make them? <laughs> do you understand? Uh huh. Uh huh. Or do you make them be like, okay. Now, what did I just say? <laughs> well, just, to, yeah, basically kind of have them. So we talk about from an ownership standpoint, Amy, when mm-hmm. we teach ownership um, inside the firm, there's a difference between agreement and involvement. Mm. And so understanding or true ownership, we have been classically trained in business to think of ownership as agreement. Mm-hmm. We, you're sitting in a room, you're saying, okay, we got to have this done in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Is, is everybody there? And and what we've been classically trained to do is look for the head nod. Right. Yes, 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 yes. And then all of a sudden, two weeks come by and we say, hey, why didn't this happen? And they say, well, I was waiting on somebody else or whatever the case may be. And we start to get the excuses. In reality, it is possible uh, to agree with somebody but be uninvolved. And so, Mm. therefore, ownership is low. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and And the flip side of that is it's possible to disagree with somebody but be involved. And ownership is actually a little bit higher. So... There's four levels of ownership we talk about. The person who disagrees and is uninvolved, mm-hmm. they say things like this. That's a stupid idea and I'm not going to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. You can find, you can spot that person. Mm-hmm. The next person says, Amy, that's a brilliant idea. And as soon as, you know, Frank e- emails me all the stuff, I'll get that done. Right. And in reality, we're hearing, we're hearing them say, I agree with you, but I'm already pre-writing my excuse. If Frank doesn't send me that email, mm-hmm. I'm going to blame Frank. Mm-hmm. The next person, they disagree, but they're um, involved. They say things like, you know, we did this before. It didn't work. However, you know, I've talked to my team. Here's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. The good news with that person is they're actually moving in the right direction. The mm-hmm. bad news is if you leave them alone and you hit a speed bump, they're going to say, well, I told you so. Mm-hmm. So you got to have really constant in interaction with that person. Absolutely. And then the top level is the person who agrees and is involved. And so how we coach our people all the time is to find understanding, always listen for involvement. Mm-hmm. Right? So, okay, so here's what we need to do. Now talk to me. What does that look like going forward? Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, well, I need, you know, I need Frank to send me the email. Well, that's code for us that they're going to be sitting waiting Okay, I got that, but um, so what What can you do to get Frank to get you that email? Right. And that's when you said earlier, it's what I can control versus what I can't control. Exactly. I, it's such a huge, it's a, such a huge lesson is mm-hmm. confirm understanding. Mm-hmm. Hey, what'd you hear? What'd that mean to you? What are you going to do? That type of thing. Absolutely. Versus you get it? Because if you say, hey, do you understand that? What are yeah. they going to say, sis? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Right. 
Yeah. Right. No, good. Po- very and good and points. It's a little bit of a little bit of a trap. Yep. So. Very good points. My week was, um, my low this week was I just I flat ran out of time. We were doing a big um, culture reboot at the office. And I just needed, I just needed another hour. I just flat mm. ran out of time. I wish I had just one more hour to get a few things done. But we got it all, we got it all wrapped up. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, I could not be more excited for the firm. The high part of my week is that book came my out. book came out again. <laughs> <laughs> the book came out, the newsmaker. <laughs> and what makes it even more special? So new publisher, new look. What makes it even more special is that uh, you designed the cover. It, you took the photo. I, I did take the photo of a of a nineteen oh six typewriter that you gave me, mm-hmm. and then you designed the cover, and then our friend Miss Stephanie out in uh, Idaho, she did uh, total cover layout. Mm-hmm. She made sure all the things fit and went to the printer correctly. It was a team effort. Mm-hmm. I could not be more excited about this new cover. Amy. I love it. So I absolutely love it. You're you're such a dear friend. You actually wrote one of the endorsements inside the book for me. Uh, so you were a pre-reader. You saw this way before it got finished. You saw one of the early drafts of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw the old red cover. Mm-hmm. So thoughts, red cover versus new cover? The red cover I liked. I love this new cover. I love this new cover. It's bright and cheery. Oh, it it's fantastic. I love the colors. I love the typewriter. It's perfect. We're going to go back and redo the other two books to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. The Kingmaker and the Difference Maker. We're going to get them in a consistent theme mm-hmm. uh, to make it look more like a series. I love it. So, I love the new layout. It's uh, fantastic. I am so Bravo. excited. It's on Amazon and Kindle. Um, we did it paperback versus hardback uh, to try to keep the cost down for people mm-hmm. uh, in the marketplace. And here's here's the thing. A lot of people went out and pre-ordered the other book. Mm-hmm. Since you can relate to this because a lot of people pre-ordered your book. Mm-hmm. But if it had not come out, they would have been devastated. You would have been devastated. Yeah. And when, my, when the newsmaker originally was going to come out, my publisher had some issues and my book never made it to market. And it, the launch date came. And no books were there. And so all those people that pre-ordered their book, there was nothing there. Yeah. And so it broke my heart. There was nothing There was nothing I could do with the exception of focus on what I could control. Right. Went and got another publisher. Mm-hmm. Got the book republished. We scrambled. Um, and we got it back out. I think in record time. And it took, it took a little while. Mm-hmm. But I think we got it done in record time. And so now it's back out. It looks so. amazing. I'm excited. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a great message. Uh, the comments, the the everything about it has been cool. It's an amazing book. It's an amazing book. Everybody should read it. You read it almost a year ago. Can you believe I've been working on that thing for almost a year? No. That's uh, no. yeah. You matter of fact, it was. Well, let's see. This is February. You probably got the you probably got the original copy probably May or something like mm-hmm. that last year of the first draft mm-hmm. because I'd finished it right. Right after the first, the, right after the holidays. So. Speaking of books, I signed a contract for book two. What? You got book two coming. Book two coming. Wow. What's your book two going to be about? Uh, florals. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Flowers. I love Flowers. it. Okay. So funny story. You signed three books for three girls of a dear friend of mine, John Luke Spittler, and his three girls. You signed them, and I had breakfast with them. He gave them to them. They, uh, that night, mm-hmm. they cracked them open, and they 
were drawing almost all the way through That's crazy. that. And one of his daughters, who's kind of artistic, um, very artistic, come, comes in on Thursday night and says, Dad, would you draw with me? And so they sit down, and she had him drawing flowers mm-hmm. out of your book. Aww. And he said, well, let me tell you the story about, um, about Allie Kay. You know, I'm good friends with her dad. And they're like, she's drawing. She said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and he said, no, no, no. Her dad actually has written some books. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I've actually wrote in quotes for, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Here, let me go get you a copy um, and show you what. And so he comes out with, you know, the Kingmaker and the Difference Maker. And his daughter looks up and went, yeah, Allie's book is much prettier. <laughs> <laughs> and so John Luke called me and said, hey, bud. You need to make your book prettier. <laughs> I said, well, fortunately, the newsmaker just came back out again. He said, no, he I'm pretty sure you're going to need flowers. No flowers. <laughs> he said, no flowers. Yeah. That's I told hilarious. Her, I told her when she was laying this out, I said, sis, you can do whatever you want, just no flowers. And she's like, okay, but if you want it to sell. <laughs> Gold foil and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had you do some flowers on the back cover for nah. me. Nah. Nah. I'm I'm excited. It's a great message. It's a great message. It's a great message. The, the three choices that we make on a regular basis. Uh, so yeah, and I've got a couple of groups I'm speaking to coming up pretty quick. Uh, you know about about that a couple of leadership groups. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. So everybody can find it on Amazon. Please go go buy it for your friend. I think it's a perfect Valentine's Day gift. I agree. Are you going to do any kind of like launch or? A little uh, celebration, kick yeah. it off. Yes. Yeah, so Lynn has already said that she wants to do a book signing. That would be great. Yeah. And so, yes, the short answer is yes. Okay. We're just trying to find the right time. I leave for India in March, and so our big firm meeting happens in March. So March is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we either may try to do it at the end of this month, but I think it's probably going to be after at the end of March. Okay. We'll do a we'll do a launch. Let me know the date because I'd yes. love to. Oh, you got to be there because you're come like and inside. Bring friends. You're and an insider. <laughs> you're inside the book. You're an insider on this book. Yeah, I would love to come and be a part of that. Uh, that would be that fantastic. Would, it's gonna be gonna be a big throwdown. Yeah. Big launch. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn yeah. throws Lynn throws a good party. Man, and her yeah, she's got an awesome building. Oh yeah, amazing. I can see her office from my office. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes, I know it. I should. Yes, I should. Yeah, I should yeah, wave at her every that night. That would be perfect <laughs> yeah. to so. have it over there. Allie's in the middle of her big book tour. Where's your next stop, sis? California. You going to Cali next? Yep. Yep, yep. Cali next. That'll be fun. And then uh, I'll be a week away all by myself. Oh, It'll my goodness. Interesting. But I think we're good. You know at some point in time you're going to call and mom's going to be flying out to see you. Are we going? Am I going to try to come out and do a podcast out there? It's up to you. I may fly out on a Saturday and do a live podcast That'd be from awesome. California. I know mm-hmm. it. we're pretty excited about that. So, mm-hmm. and then we're going to be in New York in March. Yep. For the one year anniversary show and your book signing mm-hmm. and That's your birthday. Huge. Yep. We're going to celebrate all at once. All at once. That's huge. That's that a big celebration. Is yeah. Huge. That'll be mm-hmm. fun. Now, word on the street is. The the largest Chick Fil A in the country will not be done. We're gonna try to get hard hats. And get hard hats in. and sneak in, and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see if we're we can't determined. call some. We're determined. <laughs> um, but at the very least, we're gonna be at the Chick Fil A up by Empire State, most mm-hmm. likely. Um, that's a two story Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. We we can uh, do our show there, and uh, it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, that's our exciting. One year show. 
A lot to celebrate. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. A lot to celebrate. Book signing. I could do a book signing in New York, too, but I don't want to have nobody show up because everybody's at your book signing. Yeah. Which is, you know, in a town of 8 million people, everybody's going to be at your book signing. <laughs> people have to sign up for my book signing. Though. Oh. Mine's a special one. See, <laughs> this is the difference between a best-selling book and someone who's just trying to sell a book. <laughs> a best-selling book is there's invitations to come to her book signing, which er, it sells out. <laughs> and then mine, I'm just trying to get people off the street. I'm whistling on the street. Hey, come over here. I'll give you a book, half price. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having breakfast with us. Thank you. you this are, has been super fun. You're amazing. You both are awesome. This yeah. has been fantastic. Awesome. You are absolutely you. amazing. How can people find you at Humankind HR? They can find me on my website yep. or is follow it humankindhr.com? It is. Yep. It's humankindhr.com. Um, humankind we have HR? Facebook page um linkedin page and instagram so any of those humankind it, hr and then it's humankind hr are you also linked to on all your stuff so on your linkedin amy ross can get you right to humankind hr Definitely. also yep yep mm-hmm. good good you've been amazing yeah. oh thank, thank you, you so much for being this has uh, been awesome well look you truly do make a difference in everything you do and you inspire a lot of future entrepreneurs that's the takeaway i want everybody to have here you are truly an inspiration for people that love what they do but or like what they do but but love something else and have a passion of something else or some key takeaways that if they listen really closely they can go do that yeah and who knows maybe somebody will reach out and go hey i'm thinking about this and you'll have an opportunity to i'm always happy to help anybody that wants to chat or talk or absolutely i mean i had tons of people that helped me so i'm always willing to help whoever wants to get some information or Mm that's what makes you amazing all right you're amazing thank you oh thank you very much thank you both sis anything else what are we missing that's it (gasps) fast question round oh my gosh you totally missed that y'all are just chit-chatting we were having such a good time just chatting away we have we have just enough time for a couple of fast questions questions. fast questions these are really fast okay so dad don't talk Because you just start chit-chatting. <laughs> You're the one. Tea. Okay. Tea. Tea. Just don't. <laughs> Hot or cold? Pizza or burgers? <laughs> <laughs> You're always. You can't help it. You can't help Hot it. Hot or cold? Hot. Oh, sweet oh. or unsweet? Oh, I was green. Drank uh, green tea. Okay. Yeah, so it's naturally sweet. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. Pizza or burgers? Burgers. Whoa. Whoa. Best burger in town? Oh, CBD provisions at the Jewel. Hands what? down. Seriously? Be- oh, best burger ever. What? Ever. I'm mm-hmm. in this weekend. CBD provisions. Oh, you're the first one that's ever said it? I'm in. It's amazing. Okay, I'm in. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, your biggest pet peeve? Uh, slow drivers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you're so... Giving ourselves a lot of credit. She said she just said that she loved it. It's her high. I, sis, I wasn't. I, it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. But notice what she said. I know. Another Wait, traffic road rage. Oh. So, so many people have road rage. We have like eighty to ninety percent of our people. Oh, their biggest pet peeve are are car car, car car related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, can I say who I'd be if I wanted to be a superhero? Yes. Sure. Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> so the, the whole rope of truth, oh. the lasso of truth. Lasso of truth. The yeah. invisible airplane. I yes. mean. She is. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, pretty, yeah. she's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. If you were a character in a movie that depicted your life or a life that you wanted, who or what movie would it be? 
Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah, I have to stick with the Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's going straight up. The new Wonder Woman. Did you like the I new movie? I love that movie. Did you? Oh, no, it's my all-time like favorite it. movie. Sis didn't like of it. Of all time. Oh, like no. She, because the she got hung up on the horrible. villain. The she villain was horrible. She thought the villain could be more villainous. <gasps> yeah. But he that's what the so twist was. No. It was a twist. But if you focused on like how awesome and she it makes was. makes me cringe of like just thinking about oh her. man the dead <laughs> the 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 dead man zone oh. uh, where she's crossing yeah. the oh my gosh yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. dead scene i yeah, cheered yeah. up yes 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 i yes. mean it could have stopped the movie right then and there. i agree i agree been over yeah 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 it was great i uh, loved I've, it i've watched it three times so i've watched I it, more watched than it once. once and that was as far uh, as i needed i thought it was great i learned <laughs> I, I i learned something new the second time i watched it so i also love that actress i think she's mm-hmm. phenomenal she, she's she phenomenal did such a great job she was pregnant mm-hmm. in some of those scenes Isn't i mean that's that crazy, crazy. Yeah. that's crazy insane yeah she's phenomenal yeah all right is that we it? really gotta go i know is that <laughs> it sis yep Thank you, you. You got all. Hey, you have been Thank amazing. Thank you both. Oh, Thank you've been you guys amazing. are awesome. Sis, anything else? Yeah. Got to go? Yep. Everybody Love you, have sis. a good week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> have a good week. See ya. Bye. Bye, Bye. sis. Bye.